0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Patriots Report right here on the Believe Network. My name is Christopher Price, the Boston Globe. I'll be joined by my co-host, Garrett Blunt, here momentarily. But before we get this edition of the show started want to remind you guys that our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information find all of the latest odds news and sports developments including this year's wimbledon finals major league baseball the latest fighting news and even next season's early nfl futures head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to get the bonus and get into the action Bet online where the game starts. Now let's get to the show. One of the things that's fascinated me the most, and there's been a lot of talk up here about this over the course of the week is the 2016 team. For me, I love that team. I love covering that team. You guys took care of business. You guys were mentally tough. There was a fortitude there. You guys were like, just absolutely If someone put an obstacle in your way, you guys just kind of sized it up and said, "Okay, what do we need to do to get over this obstacle? The biggest obstacle, at least at the start of the year, was the fact you guys didn't have Tom Brady for the first four games of the season. First of all, walk me through the timeline here when that season starts. I I imagine the beginning of training camp. Does Bill bring you guys in and say, "Okay, look, Jimmy's going to be our starter. This is the way the offense is going to look like going forward. What's that conversation like?
0: Um, that conversation, I, his his approach wasn't that. He um, was just like, you know, um, we we kind of put it aside. He had already talked to us about it and told us, you know, all the you know crazy stuff that was going on. And, you know, we entered camp and things like that. Uh, already on the same page and already on the same note, knowing that uh, we wasn't going to have 12. Uh, well, it was a high chance we wasn't going to have 12. And we knew that, you know, as a team, we knew that. We went into the um, – we went into every practice and, you know, we went into every uh, meeting and things um, expecting the, you know, expecting Jimmy to play, knowing Jimmy was going to play, getting a lot more comfortable with Jimmy and his and his cadence and his voice and, you know, obviously getting him a lot more comfortable with the offense. One thing that was told to me was that, obviously, we're going to lean on the run game a lot. Coach Fears was uh, – he just he just kept reiterating to me like, hey, LG, for these first four games, we're going to need you. Like, we're going to need you to – we're going to need you to be the back that we know you can be. We're going to need you to, you know, you know, care, you know, do as much as you possibly can to help us win these games. And he reiterated that to me a lot over the course of, you know, camp over the course of even the first four games. Uh, so our, our approach was, was we were prepared for it, you know, um, as, as prepared as we could possibly get for it.
1: Jimmy comes out week one, sets the world on fire. You guys go into Arizona, beat a pretty good Arizona team. And everyone's thinking, Oh, Four games, no problem. They're going to buzz right through this. They're going to be 4-0 when Tom comes back. Miami, the second week, Jimmy has a good first half. And then is, if memory serves, he's dumped on his shoulder by Kiko Alonso. Yes. Once again, watch Alonso as he comes up and hits. Watch all the pressure go on that right shoulder. A lot of pressure. He'll head down the tunnel and get some x-rays, I'm sure. Around about, maybe, you know, about half-time or so, Jacoby comes in performed very well. Yeah. But has the thumb injury. Right. What is it like in that in in, in that post game celebration I imagine it's it's a bit muted because you guys lose your number 2 quarterback and then your number 3 quarterback has the thumb injury. What's the vibe like now in the locker room here on a short week you face Houston? What's that challenge like?
0: Um we knew um Obviously, we knew we had two banged up quarterbacks. We didn't have our first one um with us at all. I'm not gonna say it was muted because I, I feel like we were we were we were amped up again. We were prepared. Jacoby had been taking this, you know, just I don't know if I wouldn't say just as many, but he's been taking a lot of snaps with, with uh Jimmy. Um so he was prepared and he's he's working hard and he was grinding. Unfortunately for the thumb, I think he had a couple of torn ligaments um mm-hmm. up in this area. He had a couple of torn ligaments there and – he, at one point he couldn't even he couldn't even squeeze the football he couldn't even he he doing handoffs at practice you know so i i, I and trust me i've had that thumb injury before and trust me as a quarterback it is just it was it's probably the worst I, I would imagine and um you know we we're, we're practicing and you know jimmy gets hurt um in that game and then we're practicing going into the next week a short week like you said going to houston um, with only or Houston coming to us with only a couple of days, and I mean, me personally, it seemed like Jimmy was cool. Seemed like he was fine. You know, he was out there, you know, getting his reps in, practicing, obviously working with Alex on his shoulder and stuff like that, and getting the trainers to do his shoulder and stuff like that. And uh, you know, we got to the I think we got to the we got to the game maybe maybe the day before the game. I'm not 100 sure, but Jimmy kind he, he he um. I don't know. I don't know the details behind it. I don't know if it was his agent. I don't know if it was his decision. Uh, I don't know what it was, but he decided not to play.
1: This was this and, was on the third, this was the Thursday night game. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, he decided not to play. And and again, I don't know whose decision it was, but it was last minute. Uh they had to ramp Jacoby up and, and get him to go there and, and, and get ready to play ball. You know, it was it was. <laughs> It was weird. It was a weird situation because I had never been a part of anything like that, and I think that was um, that was probably like the second or third time where I felt like um, politics played a role in football. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you're if you're someone or if you're this big name guy, you have that you have the option to either go out there and put it on the line like everybody else does, or you can hold back. And you know, personally look at your own future, which again, you can't fault anyone for either one of those in this league. But yeah, man, we 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 got into that position and you know Jacoby went out there and did his thing, and obviously I went out there and played pretty good football as well. Keeping it the second to
1: the 10. To the, end zone. the rookie takes it home for the touchdown. And it's first and goal. And it's blocked.
0: Ruling on the field, touchdown. And um, we came out with a dub. I think we beat them pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, everybody was obviously excited for Jacoby. Everybody was happy for Jacoby. I mean, who, who wouldn't be? You know, you're the third quarterback. You came in. You you won a game. You won, I guess, a game and a half. You would say, or whatever. And um, you're playing well. Obviously, you came out. You're coming out there banged up. Usually, your third quarterback is probably the the healthiest guy on the team. And you came out there banged up and he did his thing. And everybody kind of looked at Jimmy weird after that. So Mm
1: -hmm. the phrase business decision comes to mind. It it, it sounds like that. And I'm not trying to put words in your mouth here, but that sounds like what Jimmy was making in that instance. You mentioned that politics kind of played a role in the situation. How did people, when you say people looked at Jimmy weird after that? How did that manifest itself maybe in the locker room or the practice field?
0: I mean, I don't think anyone, I know I didn't personally, but I don't think anyone went up to him personally and said, hey Jimmy, bro, you you yeah, you you kicked us to the curb, or hey Jimmy, bro, you backed out on us, or you know, you know, you quit on us or whatever. I don't think anybody personally went up to him and told him that, but uh you can obviously feel the vibes and the energy um towards Jimmy. Again, I I can't fault him for anything because I know what this league is and I know, you know, obviously you have to – there's times where you have to make business decisions. You you have to because at the end of the day, you know, I, I I guess I could say it the other way. What if you go out there and, you know, tear the whole labrum and then now he can't, you know, play anymore this season. Nobody's going to, you know, want to pay a second-string guy to that you don't think is going to be healthy and all that stuff. So I understand both sides of it. But at the time when you're on the team and you're playing, you like, bro, you a soldier with me. You my guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want you to be out there beside me, you know. So, again, that's that's where that's where that's where, you know, you get like the little, you know, you might have people that have not talk to him as much anymore. You might not have people joke around with him like they used to You know, and just things like that. Um, but uh, definitely different vibe and energy.
1: That led us to a very odd scene. I remember the week before the Buffalo game, week four, where no one was really sure who was going to be the starting quarterback, if Jimmy was going to be healthy enough to come back and play, or if Jacoby was going to you know, give it a go with a thumb. And you know, we all knew the issue there. And I remember on Wednesday, there's usually the press conference for the starting quarterback. And because no one really knew, I think the PR staff in that moment said, OK, well, we won't give anyone that you know the the traditional starting quarterback Wednesday right. afternoon press conference role but then they opened up the locker room and both of them were talking and both their lockers were right next to each other you can remember that their lo- and so we yeah. were kind of going back and forth saying okay so do you feel well enough to play what do you think about you know we'd ask Jimmy about Jacoby and ask Jacoby about Jimmy it was a very odd scene and I have to imagine there was a little bit of, as you kind of alluded to here, there was a little bit of unease going into that game as well.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, again, we obviously know more than you guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, we obviously are told not to tell you guys. So, you know what I'm saying? That that, you know, that's that's there. But again, they handled that, that they handled it well. They were splitting reps at practice. So, I mean, you you didn't know, you know. You didn't know who was going to be the – you know, you didn't know who we were going to rock with. I mean, we kind of had a feeling and we kind of had an inkling who it was going to be, but they didn't go out there – like, Bill never came to us in a meeting or anything and was like, hey, so it's going to be Jacoby. Hey, so it's going to be Jim. You know what I'm saying? Like, he – we went out there, we did our warm-ups, we did everything, you know, the whole nine, and, um, you know, and it – I mean, shoot, we it came down to it. We, I mean, we just kind of – we did our role, and we kind of let the coaches handle – their part you know what I'm saying we're not going around hey man Jimmy why you ain't starting Hey Jacoby why you ain't starting bro we should have had you out there we should have had you up like we ain't doing that you know what I'm saying we're letting Bill them do their job and, and handle that and um you know I think that's the best that was for us that was the best way for us to prepare for a game not having to worry about those things that's that's in their hands and they do a really good job of making sure that you don't have to worry about anything that has nothing to do with your job.
1: So when did you know it was going to be Jacoby in week four against the Bills?
0: Night before, maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, like you know, maybe the night before, but I I mean, again, we, we, we kind of felt it. You know what I'm saying? Because you can only hide so much. So when we're in the meetings and we're seeing the we're seeing the first 10 or the first 15 players and we're looking at it and we're reading it off and you, you know he's kind of like hey you know you are here Josh hey Jacoby, make sure, yada yada yada, you know what I'm saying? Or Jacoby, make sure, yada yada, you know, without saying like Jacoby, you're obviously but. You know, he's saying hey, Jacoby, da, da, da. And then he might throw a hey, Jacoby, hey, Jimmy, hey, make sure you guys, yada, yada, yada. Um, but yeah, around then is when we kind of figured it out because uh after that we had to do um a walkthrough. So mm-hmm. that's how you that's kind of how you that's kind of how you find out. But again, even in the walkthrough, they were the first four or five plays, Jimmy, the first four or five play, or the first four play, four or five plays, Jacoby, first four next four or five plays. Jimmy, hey, Jimmy, I want you to get this. Hey, Jacoby, I want you to get this. Hey, Jimmy, I want to make sure you get this. So you still don't really know fully, but Jacoby was definitely um, – Jacoby, obviously, we we had the inkling that it was going to be Jacoby.
1: What do you think the biggest takeaway is from both of those guys? When you, asked, when you talk to other players, guys who are on the team, guys around the league, what's the biggest takeaway when you measure Jacoby and you measure Jimmy – from that incident
0: first thing that comes to mind to me about Jacoby is just uh, man he's he's uh he's he's tough man he's a tough quarterback he's really smart he knows how to handle the pressure um he knows how to he knows how to come in and and, and um take advantage of the opportunities that he get within being a third quarterback and he's gonna always give you max effort max effort every single time and he enjoys the game man to the fullest he enjoys the game you know, that's what that's what comes to mind when it comes to um, Jacoby and, and Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy and Joe, I think Jimmy enjoys the game as well. You know, Jimmy probably I, I think he's pretty tough. Um, I think, I think there's certain things mentality-wise that Jacoby separates himself. I feel like Jacoby would go play, I think Jacoby would go play with the same injury that Jimmy had. Mm-hmm. I I think he, I honestly think he would have regardless of what the agent was saying, regardless of what anyone else was saying. If, if they told him, hey, you can play, I think Jacoby would have went out there and played. Jimmy, I think, is obviously smart. He's a really talented quarterback. He can obviously throw the football really, really well. And, I mean, shoot. I mean, he, he led his team to the Super Bowl, so you can't really say you can't really say he sucks. You know what I'm saying? He led his team to the Super Bowl. Um, they didn't win it, but he, he led them there. You know, um, and, again, I think Jimmy's a really good quarterback. Uh, and I think he has I just don't think he has that killer mentality um, inside him I don't think he has that 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 he learned a lot from Tom but I think everything he learned from Tom I think it can only take him so far before you have you yourself have to mold into that next level Um, and I think that he let that whatever he learned from Tom I think he took that and it kind of plateaued him like he ain't trying to get no better than that like he felt like
1: no, it's interesting because you bring that up because one of the things that, that has struck me about guys who flourish in the New England system as youngsters, a lot of them come in there and the guys who don't do well after they're drafted, there, there seems to be a level of complacency like I've made the NFL, I'm, right. I'm okay with where I am. The guys who really flourish in the system understand that, okay, I'm in the league, I got to take things to the next level.
0: Right, right. And you can see the difference in those guys. And I'm not pointing fingers or saying, um, talking crap about anyone, but um, just an example, and I like this guy coming out, um, Trent Richardson. He's a perfect example. I, I think that obviously with Cleveland, he wasn't the best, but – and with Indianapolis, he wasn't the best. After his first couple of seasons, he wasn't really the best. But going into the NFL, Trent Richardson was probably the – everybody, me and everybody else looking at him like, bro, you probably one of the best backs coming out this year, leaving Alabama. Obviously, whatever, whatever happened or whatever he did, um, it, it didn't pan out. But again, that's a, that's a result of, you know, being able to take your game to the next level. Just imagine how many guys that have left out of college as the top 10 pick and never garnered that success. They never really, you know, did what follows being a top 15, top 10, whatever pick. So that just goes that just goes to say, you know, obviously things like that don't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you get these guys and again they have, you know, you get them, you draft these guys based off potential. You know, um they drafted they drafted Jimmy based off potential. We thinking us and them are thinking shoot. This is whenever 12 gone, this is who gonna take over, mm-hmm. you know? And obviously they seen some things that made them second guess that like, all right, maybe this is the guy.
1: Do you think that incident made them okay trading Jimmy in 2017?
0: Yes. Not, is it not,
1: not the only reason why, but, but that was. No, 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 but that
0: definitely was. was a contributing factor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that was a contributing factor. I think that, uh, seeing the things that Tom has played through and the injuries that he's played with and the injuries and things that a lot of other guys that have come before Jimmy has played with and played through him sitting out that game was probably a defining moment for him. You know, he, 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 could he could very well be still the quarterback for the new England Patriots. Um, But again, that's not the only thing that, you know, him and Tom got the same agent. I think, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so a lot, again, a lot of things play, play a factor in in, in, in that decision and how that went. You know, maybe maybe the agent like, bro, I can't have both my guys over here. I need mm-hmm. one of them to be able to, you know, one of them already the guy. I need the other one to be the guy, you know, so he can have a chance to make the same money or whatever. You know, it's just whatever it is. You know, all these things behind closed doors, more than what you see, more than what I see, play a huge factor in
1: it. You guys really don't tell us everything? Nah, I, I walked in assuming you guys just told us everything i know yeah. I, I, I hear you i hear you so i, I, I want to <laughs> shift gears here a little bit um I, I got a couple other things this is a good chance for us to get kind of get caught up on a couple of things we haven't talked about over the last couple of weeks just for whatever the case may be I, i'm fascinated we we discussed this uh, a, a little bit earlier dream on green is, is a guy for me who is in, i know you're a basketball guy we've talked about this is a guy who's fascinating. And I wonder if there is a guy who is just an agent of chaos in the National Football League on the same level. A good player, a, you know, a, a top 50, top 100 player, whatever the case may be, but a guy uh, who, who... Are you
0: saying Draymond a top 50 or a top 100? Uh, are you saying Draymond a top 50 player in NBA?
1: That's a good question. I, I, maybe not, but but I'll put... How about this? <laughs> how about this? A key part of a championship team. Is there a guy Draymond out there...
0: Draymond yeah. averages a single single single? <laughs> You're not a Draymond fan then. I love Draymond, man, but I just
1: well, well here well here's here's my question. Is there an NFL equivalent to Draymond Green?
0: Oh, the NFL equivalent to Draymond. Ooh, that's a good question. I almost me personally on the Patriots or just in the league period. Just
1: in the league. Just in the league.
0: Not anymore, but I would say he probably Guantes Burfitt. Maybe mm-hmm. he's probably not the best player. He's probably not you know the, the but he's definitely um, He'll get dirty. Mm-hmm. He'll be physical. He'll be the guy that takes the the flag. You know he'll be, you know, and then obviously just like Draymond, Draymond might is one day he might give you fourteen points. One day he might give you two. You know mm-hmm. one day Vertez might give you. 11, 12 tackles one day he might give you three you know um but he's a starter on the, he would he was obviously a starter uh on this good defense plug-in guy that obviously uh he don't make the defense go but without his presence you can definitely tell the difference yeah I, he he's one of he's one of those guys i say Vontaze Griffith is probably one of those guys
1: I got a name for you tell me what you think about but, this Dominican sue
0: Hi, Kang Su. Can you see uh, the parallel? The, the parallels there? So, 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 so listen, listen. So I I, I I, think I said that the first time, mm-hmm. uh, Kang Su. Yep. That's because there's a personal vendetta between me and him. Now you, know, you got to give me the
1: story. I, give me the story.
0: So I mean, uh, uh, so I've, I've played against him. I don't know how many times. And a couple of times he's tapped on me, and he kind of got up and do this little stump thing, or he kind of got up and do like a little up under the pile, you know, like, a, just like a little subtle, enough to make you, like, stand up and like, bro, I'm a grown-ass man, bro. Like, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and let you do that to me. But not so little where you could be like, uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just enough to, like, get you there like, bro, hey, bro, chill. Like, uh, he, he's one of those guys. And I think, uh, uh, again, he's he's, he's guy that that is has been a great player over the years, can be a big contributor. also can can disappear. We're talking about him in his later days now. We're not talking about Detroit Lions suit. Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't talking about that suit. We're talking about this suit, the one that could, the one that the one that can you know, obviously at one point could be could be as dominant as Aaron Donald mm-hmm. at at one point of his career. But obviously, it just didn't last as long as Aaron Donald's dominance. But he can he can go out there and he can be a huge contributing factor. He can get he can sack the quarterback, you know, a few times, or he can go out there. And you might know him might not hear any tackles made by Indomitable Sue, but he always gonna bring that same attitude. He's gonna always do that little extra. He's gonna always say you know little slick things to you that I will not repeat on the show. <laughs> and he and he always because he's big and strong, he always feel like he can bully. You know what I'm saying? Like he always feel like he can bully. He might grab you by the shoulder, pass, and like do something like that to you or something i'm like bro listen like i understand you 325 and i'm 250 but we both grown here you know Mm -hmm. i ain't gonna let you pump me out here in front of millions of people (laughs) you know so uh that's what dre you know and 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 sue get the flags Mm -hmm. he get the flags just like just like draymond get the text sue get the flags the whole nine you know so um i would compare sue more i would compare sue more to Draymond, then I would Vontez
1: for sure. And that was your pick. That, that makes a lot of sense. Man, that, that's just that's just spot on. Last question I got this week for you. Uh, from a running back's perspective, there's a boxing match coming up next month. Le'Veon Bell versus Adrian Peterson. in the, the note I got that said, anyone who's, who's shaking hands with Adrian Peterson is taking Adrian Peterson.
0: I'm not taking Adrian Peterson.
1: You're taking Bell.
0: I'm taking Le'Veon. Why is that? Le'Veon. That's my guy. That's, my- that's
1: right. so- you, guys, you guys were teammates. I forgot about you, you guys were teammates for all too. Yeah.
0: Well, also, I don't know how long Adrian has been boxing. I don't know how long AP been boxing. I do not. Know, I do know how long Le'Veon been boxing. Even when I was in Pittsburgh in 2014, Le'Veon was boxing then. Mm-hmm. So that's eight years ago, and in and, and well, almost eight years ago, but. He was boxing then. He was taking box real bo- Like he was, he'll walk through the, he'll walk through the because he does like in the offseason, he really does. So he'll walk through the <laughs> in uh, Pittsburgh. We stayed at uh it was a college. It was a college. It was a college. I forget the name of it.
1: For training uh, camp. The college for, for training camp. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm I'm gonna remember the name. I forget the name of it. But uh he used to walk around, he used to walk to the meeting rooms. <laughs> And he'll always come up to me and be like, LB, I'll whoop you in a boxing match if it was the box. I'll really whoop you in a boxing match if it was the box. And I'm like, bro, you box. So you probably would with me in a boxing match. But if we was in the streets, you know what I'm saying? If we was like, you know, you probably took me in the the road or something, I like my chances because then it's just regular fighting. It It ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't technical you know we we trying to you know so, <laughs> so uh but he told me that he used to tell me that all the time hey, hey lb boy I box bro i really box i've been doing this for a while i really box like and even then in 2014 he was telling me bro if i didn't do football i'd I box i'd be a pro boxer i'd try to be a boxer
1: so i'm putting my so, money I on mean, Bell.
0: i'm putting my money on i'm put your money on bill he is, and I know AP is obviously shredded, you know what I'm saying, looks good, like, you know, but AP is what? 39?
1: 38? Mm-hmm. Late 30s at least, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, and Le'Veon is, I Think he might have just turned 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 31 maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, and again, Le'Veon is one of those guys that is obsessed, absolutely obsessed with working out. Mm -hmm. like he cannot go a day without either running, doing, doing something. He can't, he can't go a day without it. He's obsessed with it. Um, And I think that'll play an advantage to him. And he's one of those obsessive guys. So whenever he lock in on just boxing and he don't have to worry about like anything else, he'll, he'll end up being pretty nice at the boxing.
1: I would have loved to have seen him in a New England uniform at least for a year or two, see what Bill could have done with him, see what Coach Fears could have done with him to kind of kind of, maybe one of those guys who, and there were a lot of guys like this, who came at the end of their career looking for a ring, trying to, you know, fit into the system. I would have loved to have seen him in New England.
0: I would have loved to see him in New England. I would still love to see him in New England. To be, To be completely honest with you, believe it or not, I don't think that he's a washed-up player. I think he has a lot left in the tank. I think his stint in, in New York um, put a bad taste in a lot of teams' mouths, mm-hmm. um, which is why he don't have a job right now. But do I think there's 32 backs in the league better than him? Hell no. Heck no. 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 I, I can promise you that.
1: You got to rep him. You should rep him. You need to Give Bill a call. That's, there's been 30- there. Although the Patriots right now, the, their, their situation, they, I mean – between Damian Harrison, Stevenson, you know, James White coming back, they're looking okay. But I, I still – I would love to see it. He's
0: better than – he's he's better than Ramondre. Just because Ramondre, Ramondre is more of just a straight downhill, you know, Laygun is going to run downhill. He's going to run outside. He's going to line up at the slot. He's going to line up at the outside receiver. He's going to catch screens. He's going to – like, he's – Damian – Damien can do all that, th- all those things. He could do all that stuff. I just don't think he can do it at Le'Veon's compact like level. Like he, I'm telling you, when I when I saw him in person, when I started seeing him, and I see how he practices, and I see how he works, and I seen all that when I was in Pittsburgh. I'm like, I was really impressed because he was a, he was young back then. That was maybe his second year in the league, third year or whatever. No, definitely like his second year in the league, like. He was impressive. He impressed me and um, left a, a really good impression on me with how well he works and how professional he professional he carries himself at practice. Like he catches the ball, and he'll run forty yards with it, come back, run the next play, get a handoff, run thirty yards with it, come back, and like you got to wait for him. Like you, you can't be like, all right, next guy, because he's getting his conditioning in and all of that, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's he's one of those guys, man. So I think he's he's a. Uh, He's the hidden gem in the in the in the free agency that that I think somebody should with a good team should take a chance. I really thought he was gonna really pan out in Kansas City, but they didn't even use him.
1: LG, that's all the time we got this week, man. Thank you very, very much. Take care and we will catch up again very, very soon.
0: Yes, sir. I appreciate it, man. Anytime. every time.